Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Earthy Girls. I'm Rebecca B, and I will be here with you in the studio today. I'm missing my sidekick, Raquel, as she is working today, but she has sent us what she did for the planet this week. So, Raquel, what did you do for the planet this week? Hey Earthy Girls and Earthy Guys, it's Raquel here and wanted to let you guys know what I'm doing to help the planet. This week I have been recycling so much. I've been so excited to see that my recycle bin has been way full, way more full than my trash can. I've also been composting. The kids have been home with me this week and we've been making breakfast, lunch, and dinner at home. So I've had lots of opportunity to make compost and excited for, you know, that yummy, delicious soil I'm going to have for my spring garden. So compost now through the winter. I've also been collecting a lot of rainwater this week. It's been cold and rainy here the last few days in Texas. So I've been collecting some rainwater in my rain buckets and then also hand washing a lot of my dishes so I can save that water to water some house plants and water some of my patio plants. So I've been saving a lot of water this week. I've been composting. I've been recycling and I'm also going to take a lot of those animals on boxes that we got this week for our Halloween costumes and some last minute decorations breaking down all of those boxes along with some of my floral boxes and taking those to the recycle tomorrow and on Friday so I have been doing a lot of things this week I hope you stay accountable and stay inspired to help the planet every single day even in a small way so stay earthy out there Well done, Raquel. I'm glad to see that you did lots of composting and gray water recycling, so bravo. And what did I do for the planet this week? I did something, uh, something I typically do for people that need it in my family. I will make some healing, uh, healthy dinners, and my son, Corey, needed some uh, healing, healthy dinners, so I reused um, some containers that are really high on the RIC code and just in case you have forgotten we did an episode on the RIC code a lot of people didn't listen to it but the RIC code is very important and it stands for resin identification code it's a set of symbols that appear on all plastics so it goes from one to seven anything above a two cannot be recycled and it cannot be broken down so one to two and what do you look for you say hey Rebecca what am I looking for you're looking for that recycle tree and then RIC number will be either in the middle of that or it will be close to it so the containers that I reused are in number five so pretty high on the code and like I said can't be recycled or they can't be broken down 
And there's a lot of confusion about that. So if you're in the mood to educate yourself further on the RIC code, just Google it and read about that because um, most people think everything they put into a recycled container can be recycled, but that's not true. Only 8.5% of plastics were recycled in 2018. And I don't know if they have the fresh numbers for 2019, 20, and then of course 2021, not yet done. So, but I also uh, recycled some of my grandkids' artwork to make my papel picado for the Day of the Dead altar that uh, we talked about last week. And that was really cute. So, and I also reused those pumpkin seeds from the pumpkin that I carved for Halloween, which was on Sunday night. And I made those today and they turned out delicious. Uh, so if anybody wants the recipe to that, uh, and I made a short video, so I'll make a reel and post that on uh, my Instagram account, Banky Becca. So <clears throat> our subject today is two things. So they both tie in together. So this week uh, we saw uh, the wrap up of the, the global summit um, in Glasgow, Scotland, where world leaders got together to talk about one of my favorite subjects, climate change. So what is climate change? How is it different from weather? There is some confusion on that. So I'm here to educate you. You can hear my papers rattling. You know, Rebecca, the newscaster is here with her paper. Um, so what is climate change exactly? Is it the same thing as weather? No, it's not. It's not. So climate change is referring to what human beings and our behaviors what we do and how it affects the temperature of the planet and the amount of rainfall we receive over a period of time. So basically we're changing the average conditions over a long period of time. So what is climate and how is that different from weather? So climate refers to a particular type of climate in a region that we can expect. So here's some good examples. Seattle is known for being rainy, right? California, sunny. The Northeast, lots of snow. Florida, sunny and humid. And tropical. Chicago's known as the Windy City. And Phoenix, Arizona is very dry. So those are some things that we can generally expect the weather in that part of the country. And we're not talking about the world right now because <clears throat> that's a lot of research. So I'm just gonna really specifically talk about the country I live in, which is the United States. But we do have some international listeners. So you guys hit us up message us. We would love to hear from you. What's the weather like or the climate in your country? So weather is what we can uh, look out our window and see. And basically that's a couple of days to a week. So earlier this week, uh, we had a beautiful night for Halloween. Um, but it got a little bit cold and chilly. We got our first taste of fall earlier this week. So it's drying up and the sun's poking back out. So that's the weather. Um, what are some examples of climate change in your area? I can tell you what we experienced in 2021. We laughingly call it Dalaska or Snowmageddon, but that is an example of severe climate change because the entire state of Texas froze over in February 2021. So that's a recent example of climate change. The wildfires in California that's an example of climate change. The extreme rain uh, that Houston experienced a couple of years ago, 
that's an example of climate change. So here's some other info. I'm just going to go ahead and read it off. So here's what we, uh, the big picture of climate change is. When we raise the temperature of the planet, of the globe, and so we've done that, it's gone up by two degrees. And I know that seems that's not a lot, but in some parts of the, in some parts of the world, it's even more. So you may hear a little bit about Madagascar on the news. That's a country that's experienced extreme climate change and it's affecting the ability to feed their country when they cannot grow enough food because the climate has changed. There's not enough rain. The soil is dry. They can't plant crops. So that's why it is so important, people. Okay? Here's another thing you may have heard about on the news. If you listen to the news, if not, you listen to podcasts. I hope you're listening to mine right now. Rising sea levels. Galveston and Corpus Christi, they've lost up to two feet of their shoreline just this summer. And what's, a, what's another example of climate change, big picture? You all know this. <clears throat> We've heard about it. Ice is melting at a faster rate in Greenland, the Antarctica, and the Arctic. And uh, the glaciers are shrinking. You know, the mountain glaciers are shrinking. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Let's try to say that again. No. Oh, and here's the thing that is breaking my heart. There's a change in how our flowers and our plants, when they bloom, And I can tell you, I've seen that in my garden. I've seen less and less bees than what I had, you know, three or four years ago. Dramatically less bees. So, what can we do? The big uh, global leaders were in Glasgow meeting and talking and promising. We can't affect that. We can write letters. We can sign petitions. Yes, we can do that. But that's the macro picture. You know, we cannot change the big producers profit and loss and their desire for more profit uh, no matter how they get it but what can we do as individuals so we can we can affect our change so we do have some control so climate change is a huge big monumental issue and it can be overwhelming as we know being earthy is not easy but what can you do I heard a great statistic uh, this week. Uh, There was a fact or fiction on one of the news stations. And so they uh, put it before the fact or fiction, you know, gurus. And someone had said, does it matter if I turn the lights off in a room? Am I saving energy? And it turns out it was verified that if you are not going to be in that room for 15 minutes, turn the light off. But if you're going to be going back and forth, like say your kitchen, for instance, you're not going to turn that one off because you're, you know, in the kitchen. If you're at home, like Raquel all week, making your meals, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're gonna, you're not going to be walking out of the kitchen that much. So leave that one on. But there's a bedroom that you wake up in the morning, you leave it. You're not going to be going back in there. Once you get dressed, turn the lights off. Just turn them off. That's a way you can save uh, electricity. You can save energy. And it'll help your pocketbook. Now we're going to dovetail into the next subject, which is something that I think is of great value to everybody. Uh, Do you have vampires in your home? Yeah, what is vampire? What is a vampiring electronic? A vampiring electronic is something that is constantly running in your home. So examples of a vampire in your home or a microwave 
your oven, televisions, DVD players, your cable boxes, your Wi-Fi routers, smoke detectors that, you know, are uh, tied into your electrical system, not the ones with batteries. So how can you, how can you detect that there is a vampire in your home? You simply go into that room and turn off the light. And if there's a glowing appliance, if there's a little light on, like say from your Keurig or your Wi-Fi router, those are vampires. Those are vampires. So something you can do, you know, is unplug your, you know, turn off your computer, unplug it. If you have a smart appliance that shuts itself off after a certain amount of time, that's great. But if you don't, unplug it. Turn it off, unplug it. Are you using your DVR every day? If you're not, unplug it. These are things that we can do that um, are easy. They're not inconvenient. And they can, over time, make a difference. So, like we always say around here, being earthy is not easy. Um, And sometimes it can be a real inconvenience. Um, But what's... What is the point of not even trying? The point is to try to do something. Something is better than nothing. So we talked a little bit about weather, how it's different from climate change, uh, or from climate, and then how we, our behaviors are resulting in climate change. It's, and, and, and the, the, the planet has always experienced climate changes over long periods of time. Obviously, we know about the dinosaurs. They're no longer with us. We know what happened to them. But we are accelerating the rate of climate change with our behaviors, our decisions. And yes, the the global leaders met in Glasgow and, you know, they made a lot of promises. Made a lot of promises. So Google Global Climate accord 2021 if you want more information to see what they're what they are promising and let's actually see what they can um what they can enact with laws but for us earthy girls earthy guys earthy people uh what we do in our homes it matters so check to see if you've got a lot of vampires running around in your home and i'm making a joke see if you've got vampiring electronics um, Raquel says that some of, uh, some people that she knows, they like to unplug their Wi-Fi at night before they go to bed. So that's something you can do because you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be up at night in the middle of the night, um, using your Wi-Fi. So yeah, that's another thing you can do. Turn it off. Um, but I'd like to also mention something that is easy peasy and it's worth your while if you want to do it, um, get yourself into the habit every day first thing when you're you know having your coffee whatever you're doing start thinking about ways that you can do one small thing that's a big uh, a big mantra now one small thing what can you do for the planet are you going to unplug are you going to reuse some water rinse water gray water are you going to compost are you going to uh, drive less? Are you going to bundle? Bundle all your errands? So these are things that we can do um, individually. We can drive less. We can buy less. We can use less. We can do all of those things. And if we do those, 
as individuals, the sum of the whole, it'll be greater. The impact will be greater. So those are things that you can do. And anyways, I wanted to give a quick shout out to, I was talking with a neighbor of mine and I thought this was hilarious. Um, She went out to eat with her husband on their anniversary. And these people are very earthy, uh, old school hippie types. They, you know, drive Subarus. They're very, you know, they want an EV. But uh, Anne uh, took her own takeout containers at the restaurant. And she had said to her husband, Bill, Bill, don't be amazed or don't be shocked. Just I brought in my own containers. I brought in a little bag of containers so I can take home the food because, you know, the portions, she says, are very big at this restaurant. There's no way they could eat it all. So she bought in her own containers. So shout out to Anne. I love that. That's something you can do. Are you going to go out to eat this week? take one of those containers that are high on the RIC code. I mean, I'm going to start doing that. I never thought about that, but now I'm going to do that. When I go out to eat, I'm just going to put it in my purse. I have a big old purse. I'll just put it in there. And when they say, oh, do you need a to-go container? I'll say, no, I brought my own. And they'll look, they'll give me a strange look, I'm sure, but I can't wait because I'm excited. That's another thing that I can do. So before we wrap up, the last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, carbon dioxide. I think that is something that they were talking about in, Gla- in Glasgow this week was how to, uh, I think they said by 2070. I don't even know if I'll be alive then, but that's, that's too long. Too long. We can't go to 2070. We can't go to 2025. This is now. This is happening now. So what we, we know what carbon dioxide is, and we know how it emits. It's from our gasoline. Yes, there are more EVs. We'll talk, we'll do a whole show on EV. My son bought an EV. Um, so that's another show that's coming. But what is, you know, how does that, how does all the carbon dioxide coming out of our tailpipes, how does that affect climate change? You know what it does? It rises into the atmosphere, all of our smoke out of our vehicles, and it's, it rises and then it starts trapping because it can't go far. You know, it cannot, there's only so many stratospheres. And that's another thing. We need Raquel, the science girl in here to talk to us about stratosphere. Um, but it's, it kind of reaches up. Just imagine heat rises, but this, all this carbon dioxide rises and then it hovers above us. And what it's doing is that's what's heating up the planet those two degrees that we talked about but it's the two degrees over our whole planet we're lucky that in the United States we are just experiencing uh, some of the severe 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 weather in the last you know five years and it's getting people's attention they say that 10% more people of the of I'm sorry 10% more of Americans actually believe that it's a problem so, hey, that's a 10% of earthy people right there. I'll take them. Let's talk about this. Let's see what we can do every day. So drive less, buy less, use less. Um, together, we can do this. And uh, as always, uh, it's been fun talking to you guys. I hope you're listening. Uh, I want to remind you if you have any questions or con- uh, comments or topics or ideas that you want to you know, discuss, hit Raquel up at earthygirl.co or you can reach out to me at uh, Banky Becca. And uh, once again, 
what can you do? It's not an inconvenience to be someone who cares about your planet. We are addicted to convenience, yes, but it's not an inconvenience if we just flip the script and we say, what's, what, what's that one thing I can do? Then the next day, what's another thing I can do? And together we can make a difference. So look for those vampires in your house. Turn off those lights if you're not going to be in that room in 15 minutes. Um, and let's, uh, let's stay earthy, my friends. This episode was brought to you by Petals to Paper, the magic behind the making. This episode is brought to you by Arla Floral. We are a Dallas-based floral design company specializing in weddings, events, corporate parties, floral classes, and DIY tutorials. We'd love for you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and to visit our website at arlafloral.com.